0: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا ومن يضلل فلا هادي اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله Suratullahi wa s-salamuhu alayhi Amma ba'i Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu takullaha haqqatu qatil Wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhal nas Attaqu rabbakumul ladhi min nafsin wahida Wa khalqa minha zawjaha وَمَنْ يُتِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن هجي هجي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشرمور أمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وَثُمَّ أَمَّا بِعْدِ Alhamdulillah, we continue going over the tremendous book by the fudil al the shaykh Al-Allama, Imam bin Baz Rahimullahu ta'ala the book which is entitled the book that is entitled important lessons for the general Muslim or the general masses of the Muslims and the like we are on the chapter which is dealing with the conditions for la ilaha illallah and like all of these lessons that are here these are vital lessons that the muslims they have to know about and they have to be informed of because we need them before getting into a slight review by mentioning those those conditions that we had already covered, I just want to remind everyone who my voice runs across their ears that from the tools that will aid and assist the student that will aid and that will assist those who are seeking to learn about a particular subject and or topic is to memorize, to memorize those important points and things which needed to be and need to be committed to memory. And this is important, that we memorize, ma'am. Because when we memorize, it will help us to retain the knowledge and memorizing that knowledge, it will be a means that will help us to understand. Memorization is not a goal, but rather memorization is a tool and a path by way in which will help us to understand. Because remember, the ultimate goal is to implement and to do. And as the poet, he mentioned as relates to memorizing, he, he mentions, إِنْ لم تكن حافظا واعيا فجمعك للعلم لا وعلمك فِي الْقُطْبِ المستودعو. The poet he mentioned, he says, if you do not become one who preserves, yani they gather and they capture the knowledge by memorizing, if you don't become one who memorizes and you preserve and capture the knowledge by memorizing it, he said, then your collection of knowledge, your collecting of knowledge will not benefit you. Na'am. like in Then your collection of knowledge, collecting of knowledge, it will not benefit you. Right? And just with slight commentary notes upon this, it's clear why it will not benefit because it will be easily forgotten. Naam. The information will be easily forgotten If you don't memorize it we you don't review it and so on and so forth It will leave you easily It will leave you easily It will leave you to the point where It would have been as if you never knew it If you don't memorize it and go over it And review and so on and so forth and Then he mentions with he mentions he says, will you present yourself inside of the gathering with your ignorance? وَعِلْمُكَ But your knowledge is in books safely protected and guarded in books somewhere. Nam. Yes. Coming to class with you know, a pen or a paper or when you sit to listen to a lecture to have a pen and a paper so you can get, jot down some benefits is good. Or yeah, if the person you know uh, from this newer generation, the millennial generation, if they prefer to write it in their tablets or on the yeah, in the in, in the phone on the uh, the memo app and so on and so forth, alhamdulillah, This is this is good. There are many ways you can jot it down, right? You have some brothers who uh, from generation X who prefer to write it on the tap on the, on the computer. Right, they bring their laptop and they like to type it. I mean, that's fine. Each to each his own, right? And then you have others. Yeah, you like pen and paper. But whatever the case is, that helps and that is a benefit, no doubt, right? But if you don't go over what is in your notes and and, and commit to memory those points, you're gonna forget them. And in order to retrieve them, what do you have to do? You have to go to your notes. You have to open that memo pad, or you have to go to your tablet, or you have to open that that uh, that laptop, right? Uh, to get the to to get the information. Whereas if you memorize it, then it's with you. Now, as you remember, Jeffrey, he mentions about the importance of memory in in in, in the lines of poetry where he said, enemy ma'i, He said, "My knowledge is with me, no matter where I turn, it benefits me." Now, my knowledge is with me No matter where I turn, it benefits me Why? Because his heart was the vessel that contained it Now, his heart was the vessel that contained it So in any event, I'm saying that to say this Is that, alhamdulillah, the ulama Due to their great concern and love for the Muslims And that the Muslims benefit They have taken these conditions of la ilaha illallah And they put them into two lines of poetry Two lines of poetry that are very easy, very easy lines of poetry, and it gets straight to the point, and it contains therein the eight conditions for la ilaha illallah. So if a person were to memorize these lines of poetry. This would be a great start because then they will have the information with them. Now, and these lines of poetry, they are عِلْمٌ. يَقِينٌ وَإِخْلَاصٌ وَصِلْقُكَ مَعَهِ مَحَبَّةٍ وَالْقِيَادٍ وَالْقُبُورُ لَهَا وَزِيدَ ثَامِنُهَا الْكُفْرَانُ مِنْكَ بِمَا سِوَى الْإِلَاهِ مِنْ الْأَشَّابُ قَدْ أُلِّهَا Two lines of poetry, right? Where is knowledge, what translated it means, knowledge, certainty, sincerity, and your truthfulness coupled with love compliance and acceptance for it and an eighth is added which is a disbelief that emanates from you for that which is other than allah from the things in which people have taken to worship now i know something like this huh the translation <laughs> I may use slightly different wording all the time, but yani the you know muhim the meaning is muhim is, is But what's even was better? What you get it in Arabic? That's better. to the end of it. Right? so thus far we have covered ain. We have covered the first one, which is knowledge, right? And I'm not going to get a lot into yani. Each one, I'm just going to mention them Because we want to cover as much as we can tonight Bidmillahi ta'ala The second one that we took was Al-Yaqeen Certainty The third one in which we had took it was al ikhlas Sincerity And the fourth one in which we had taken Then it was Al-Sidqa Truthfulness So with Allah Ta'ala, we're halfway through, right? So we're going to start with the fifth one tonight, and that is Al-Khomis. Al-Khomis min shuruqtihah. Al-Mahabba is love. Al-Munafiyah lil-Bugd. Love which negates Hatred. Love which negates Hatred Now As A quiz So you can quiz yourself Right A pop quiz that you quiz yourself with After Is that remember It was mentioned each Negating is opposite, right? Each negating is opposite. When we went over to review this now, I just mentioned what the what the condition was. I didn't mention the negation of its opposite. So, as a quiz, as a quiz, yeah, that you give to yourself, inshallah, A self uh, what do you say? What, what was it? What do you say in English? A self uh, assessment. Are you hello. As a self assessment, uh, assess yourself by saying. What it is, I think bringing the opposite. For example, knowledge which negates ignorance. Do that for the, all of the four that was mentioned in say, right? I gave you one, so now I got three to add. Alhamdulillah. So this one is what is It is al-munafiyya al-buqd. is love that negates hatred. right? It is love that negates hatred. The fadilat al-shaykh, Shaykh Abdul Razak bin Shaykh Abdul muhsin al-Badar, he mentions, he says, بأن يحب قائلها بأن يحب قائلها الله عز و That the one who says it He has to love Allah عز wa جل نعم The one who says لا إله إلا الله بلا شك و بلا He has to love the kalima He has to love لا إله إلا الله نعم He has to love it But so we understand that the individual, he loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is a must. You have to, you have to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, you have to love the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because if a person were to say, la ilaha illallah, but yet he hated the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would his statement of La ilaha illallah benefit him? No. Meaning what? Would 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 yani because remember, La ilaha illallah miftahul jinn. La ilaha La ilaha illallah is the key for to yani for Jannah. What I can. But every key has teeth. If you don't come with the teeth, the ridges of the key, then the then the, the, the key won't lock. It won't lock. I mean, excuse me, it won't lock. It won't lock, it won't open, right? <laughs> it won't it won't work. So it won't it won't open. Right? It won't open. If it doesn't open, then your key don't work. Your key is faulty. It's not it, yeah. So point is is that if a person says, La ilaha, but they hate the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, could that person go to the Jannah? No. How? Right? So then we see that what even if a person believes in the meaning that a person he is sincere when he said it. If he had knowledge of what it meant, he was certain about it, so on and so forth. But if he doesn't love it, if he hates it, it's not going to benefit him. If he hates Allah, it's not going to benefit him. If he hates the Prophet sallallahu it's not going to benefit him. If he hates the Deen of al Islam, it's not going to benefit him. If a person is an enemy to al Islam, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't love Islam. How's it going to benefit him? So now, keep this in mind. Now, right. So now, how much stock are we going to put into the Unitarian Christians? How much stock are we going to put into them? The person say, oh, but they don't believe Isa is Allah. but They don't believe Isa is the son of Allah. But What does that do for them? If they hate the Prophet wasallam, if they hate Allah's deen, if they hate Islam, what good is that going to do for them? Nothing. Nothing. Right, because the religion that's with Allah is Islam. In the Dina, in the Law, Islam. Verily really the religion that is with uh, that is accepted by Allah is Islam. And whoever intends, and whoever wants, and desires other than Islam as a religion, it will never be accepted from him. So, the fact that they claim that they are monotheists from the Christian denomination. It's not enough. It's not enough. Why? Why? Because until they love the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to them It's not it's not enough. It's not gonna work for them. Right. The Shaykh he mentions what deen al Islam and they have to love Islam. It's a it's a must. Why? Because the mentioned, a hey, Whoever accepts, whoever wants a religion other than Islam is never accepted from him. But now check this out. The person who does not follow the Prophet Muhammad then in reality, they do not love Allah. Na'am? The person who does not follow the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, they do not love Allah. Even if they say they do, even if they claim they do, even if they keep repeating that they do, they can say it a million times, a billion times. If they do not follow the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, they do not love Allah. Na'am? They don't love Allah. What's the proof? ومدليل. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says in His Noble Book قول, Say You say unto them O oh Muhammad You say unto them In Kuntum تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ Allah Ta'ala says what means, And you say to them, O Muhammad, that if you all truly indeed love Allah, then follow me and Allah will love you. If you truly love Allah, if you say you love Allah, then follow me and Allah will love you. Na'am. This ayah can be found in Surah Ali Imran in it's verse 31. The ulama they say that this ayah is the ayah of a test. This ayah is the ayah of a test, ma'am? Meaning that what? That the test on whether or not a person truly loves Allah is whether or not they follow Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is this is this is the issue. And if we are individuals who are concerned for Allah to love us, then we have to follow the Prophet And of course, that means we have to believe in that which he came with. And at the head and at the top of that which he came with is what? Is the shahada of la ilaha illallah. Na'am. So we have to love it. We have to love the religion. We have to love Allah ﷻ. We have to love the Prophet It's all interconnected. It's all interconnected. Na'am. And we have to have a concern for that. Because the reality is that, as the ulema, they mentioned, kull They mentioned, they said that the issue is not that you love. Meaning, the issue is not that you love Allah. Because any person that has an ounce of sanity loves Allah. Right? So that's not really the issue that you love Allah. Because that's a given. How could you not? You understand? So that's not really the issue. But the issue, all of the issue, the heart of the issue, and all of the issue is what? Is whether or not Allah loves you. That's the issue. That's the issue. Right? So if a person is concerned with Allah loving them, then they have to be concerned to what? To follow his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Because following the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is an indication and illustration of the truthfulness of a person's love for Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you truly love Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and thus follow his Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, then Allah, Azza wa Jal, Allah, Azza wa Jal, has informed us that this is how you earn his love. Allah Ta'ala says here in his ayah, what? "In kuntum Allah Allah." That say, say unto them, if you truly love Allah, then follow me, and Allah will love you. Then follow me and Allah will love you. Me. Meaning follow the Prophet wasallam. So we have to love Allah taala. We have to love the Messenger We have to love the deen of Al-Islam. And also what? We have to love wal-Muslimin. And we have to love the Muslims. Al-Qa'imin bi al We have to love the Muslims, those who establish the commands of Allah and those who stop and avoid the limits of Allah, meaning the prohibitions, they they avoid them. Now, now, we understand from this that love is very conditional now from the problems and hazards and dangers of living in kafir societies and in societies where the islamic knowledge is little is that they become common phrases that hold un-islamic meanings and that are totally false and from those common statements and phrases that one hears is this concept of unconditional love. People say all the time, we love you unconditionally, and so on and so forth. Ma'am? That's not an Islamic love. Because the love is conditional. Because we love for whose sake? Allah's sake. Right? We love for Allah's sake. When you tell a person that you love them, right? Those who are yeah, religious in their in their thinking and their the mentality and so on and so forth, they'll say. Now, They say we love you for Allah. And what do we learn from the deen is the response? And may the one for whose sake you love me for, love you too. Because we love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So our love is conditional based upon an individual's compliance and submission to Allah's deen. So the more righteous they are, the more we love them, the more love we have for them. Right? And this is why when it comes to human beings, this is why when it comes to the creation, who do we love more than everything else from created things is who? Muhammad why? Because he is the most fearing of Allah's slaves. He is the finest and the best of Allah's slaves. He is the most obedient of the slaves of Allah. So therefore, we love him more than we love any other human being, including ourselves, our mothers, our children, our fathers, our you know, kids and kin, so on and so forth. We love him more, why? Because he's more obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because our love is conditional and based upon a person's adherence to the deen of Islam, and a person's taqwa, and so on and so forth, then we have to love the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more than we love every other created thing, including ourselves. Ma'am. Because we love the prophets of Allah, and was them for what? For the sake of Allah Azza Do you understand? The only, the only one that we love, the only one that we love, be that. It. And I'm pausing because I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble on how to word this in English. The only one we love because of him himself right the only one we love because of him himself is who is Allah Allah azzawajal, is the only one we love yani in Arabic it says be that to he is the only one we love for him himself or yani I don't know I don't know how to put that in English my right but everything else Everything else that we love is linked to our love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So we love that person for the sake of Allah Azza Wa We love that creature for the sake of Allah Azza Wa That makes sense, huh? That makes sense. This is a concept that is very, very, very important. It's very important. Na'am? because loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is from the greatest of the categories of worship. It's a tremendous category of worship, right? So it is incumbent and is a must that our love is compliant to the deen of al-Islam, that our love is true, that we love in a correct manner. And that means that what? that we love the Muslims for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more righteous they are, the more we love them, na'am. And likewise, our hatred. And we hate those who go against, la ilaha illallah. And that's important to understand. The kuffar, our hatred for them, when we look at it, let's step back now. When we look at, our love being conditional on a person's obedience unto Allah, right? A person's implementation of a tawheed, of la ilaha illallah, right? When we look at it from this standpoint, how could we love a kafir? We can't. We can't. And what I mean, and what I mean love a kafir, I mean with this type of religious love. How can we love a kafir? It's not possible. It's not possible, right? And it's important that we understand the different types of love. Not to get into it because this is not the main topic of discussion, talking about the different types of love. But we know we have a love that is طبيعي. We have a natural love. Right? And that natural love is the love that one will have for their mother, for their father, for their sister, their brother, their any you know, grandmother, grandfather, so on and so forth. That natural love that a person naturally has for his or her family members. Okay? This type of love we are not punished for for having it. We are not punished for having it, meaning for the kufar. So, if a person, his mother is a kafir, then this not to say he's no love for her. As or no, he has the natural love for her, cause that's his mother, and naturally, people love their mothers, right? However, it's important that that love stays where it's at. It's a natural love. It doesn't transcend beyond its scope. It doesn't transcend beyond its bounds. It doesn't go past beyond its limits. Meaning that the love, that natural love that we have for her, is not a justification to commit kufur and shirk because of her. It's not a justification now to go and buy her lotto because we say we love her It's not a justification now to take her down to the church on Mother's Day And go with her to the church on Mother's Day because we say we love our mother No, now your love, the natural love has gone beyond its bounds And now you're going to be held accountable for it But the fact that you have love for your mother You want good for her and so on and so forth Now nah, this is natural. You're supposed to be like that Right? so and, and I want people to understand this because sometimes people they don't they don't they don't teach correctly or they, they don't convey the knowledge correctly. So people walk away from the 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 gathering thinking, well, this guy telling me I'm supposed to be a psychopath and, and, and a sociopath with my Kafka family. I'm not supposed to have any 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 feelings for them, no empathy for them, no love for them, and this and that because of kufar. No one is saying that. You love them because you love them. But at the end of the day, what? You hate the actions that they're doing. And you hate them for doing those actions. Right? You hate them for making shirk. Because you hate the shirk and you hate the mushrik. So you hate them for that. So yeah, you love them naturally, but religiously you have hatred for them because they're going against la ilaha illallah, because they're making shirk, because they're praying to Isa, because they're praying to a statue. Any person sees a Catholic pray to a statue, and you're a Muslim and you love to read, how you don't have hatred for that? Right? right, right. Any Muslim see the Hindu praying to, the, to, to them statues and, and, those, and those false deities, how you don't hate that? Of course you hate that Because you understand La ilaha illallah Nothing has the right to be worshipped in truth Except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You see this man glorifying a cow And so on and so forth And, and deifying a cow How do you not hate that? Of course you hate that What? How absurd is this? This man is deifying a cow This other man is is, is eating steak and burgers and ah, Subhanallah You understand? So be like no doubt, this man is deifying something that don't deserve to be deified. And this will enter into what? The last condition, a disbelief for everything that is worshipped other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, the person who loves hate, then be like you're going to hate shirk, and you're going to hate the people of shirk, because they make it Shirk. But it's something that is balanced. You understand what I'm saying? It's balanced. And this is the way of the Muslim, he's balanced. He's not like yeah, he, uh, 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 the people who are astray and the people who are not correct. It's balanced, meaning that what? The Kafir, yeah, we we, yeah, we have hatred for him because he he's a Kafir. And he's on shirk. And he's on polytheism. So we have hatred for him. Or, or we have hatred for her. But as soon as now, now let's say, honestly, uh, me that a kafir walking walking by the masjid, doing his kafir stuff, we hate him. Kafir girl come by doing the kafir stuff, we hate her. They go around, they go up around the corner, come back, and say they want to enter Islam. They take the shahada. Now we love them. Why? Because our hatred, like our love. It's not based upon them as individuals. It's connected to their obedience and compliance into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when they walk by doing the stuff we hate them because why? they was upon other than Islam. But now they turn around and come back. Now we love them. Why? Because now they entered into the deen of Islam, they submitted themselves unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now we're just not just you know gonna keep hating them. No, they accepted Islam. Now we love you. Now we got religious love for you. Because you accepted Islam. Because you submit yourself unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And this is how it is, why? Because our love is connected to what? Is connected to Allah The more obedient they are to Allah, the more we love them You understand? And this is something that is very important Especially for children We love our children We have natural love for them Now, no doubt, no doubt But at the same time, that's not gonna cloud our judgment if they choose to do that, which is displeasing unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, so we're not going to tolerate that just because you're 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 a, a kid. You understand? So this whole sense that this kufar they, they 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 beat into the society of uh, what do you call it? Uh, unconditional love, of uh, tolerance, of entitlement, and so on and so forth. Man, this is not from Islam. This is not from Islam. Make sense? But So we have to love. La ilaha illallah. This is a must. If not, then it will not benefit us. Wa ata'bima, that we hate those, the kufar, we hate those who go against. La ilaha illallah. Wa ata'bima, ilaqiduha, min ashshirq, the kufar. And we hate those who uh, do those things which will negate, and and are contrary to, la ilaha illallah, that will negate, and nullify la ilaha illallah from shirk, from polytheism and from uh, kufr. We hate We. wea we gotta have hatred for these things. Well minma yadunlu ala istiraq and wahadba and from that which points to the condition that it is a condition that we love, la ilaha illallah, قوله تعالى is Allah is a khur ta'ana, aza wa jan, is Allah's statement, a'an الْكُفَّارِ al as Allah Taala informs us about the, uh, the 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 disbelievers and the polytheists, Allah Taala says, And from mankind there are those who take rivals with Allah. يُحْبُونَهُمْ كَحُبِّ اللَّهِ. They love them like they love Allah. Meaning that what they, they, they're they right, they love them like they love Allah. Allah Ta'ala says, amanu <laughs> But those who believe, they love Allah more. They have a greater love for Allah. Meaning they love Allah more than love, everything else. We love Allah the most. Period. لِأَنَّ مُحَبَّةَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ لِلَّهَ عزَّ وَجَلْ مُحَبَّةٌ because the love that the believers have for Allah is a love that is pure, unadulterated. Wa muhabbatun fa muhabbatun Fiha The love that the polytheists have for Allah is a love that is rival, is a love that they love others along with the same type of love that they have for Allah. Right, They love Allah and they love Jesus. They love Allah and they love Mary. They love Allah and they love Buddha. They love Allah and they love Confucius. They love Allah and they love, you know, whatever, to the false deities. Right? And you even find some of them from the polytheists, they love these things more than they love Allah. Right? So, of course. Loving Allah in such a manner will not benefit, will not benefit. Those who believe they love Allah more, they love Allah but have love this unadulterated. And for this fact, they will say on the Day of Judgment, when they, meaning the kufar entered inside of the... When it, when, um, when they are put into the uh, the fire, 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 fire. when they put into the fire on the day of judgment, fire, fire, fire. now And this ayah can be found in Surah Shura, in Surah Al-Shura, in his verse. 97 and 98 now it's verse 97 98 when they are put inside of the fire they will say Tallahi in kunna la they will say by Allah We was in manifest error by Allah we were in manifest error it When we held you false gods as equals in worship with the Lord of all that exists. When we held you as equals in worship with the Lord of all that exists. So, this is an indication that what? That they set up rivals and made them equals unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, when they're being plunged inside of the fire, now they regret it. Now they realize the grave error that they were in. But now it's too late. It's too late for them. Now it's too late for them. So this, is a motivating factor for us not to be like them and to call those who are able to call to not to fall into what... They're, these in, likes of these individuals are going to fall into, and thus make this statement inside of the hellfire and when they plunge inside of the hellfire, because they set up rivals with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Now they set up rivals in worship with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, because they used to love things like they love Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, like here in this a. Now, I'm like here in the ayah from Surah Al-Baqarah, in it's verse 165. وَمِنَ النَّاسِ And from mankind there are those who set up rivals with Allah, uh, they love them like they love Allah, whereas those who believe they love Allah more. فَلَا إِلَهَا إِلَى اللَّهِ Thus, La ilaha illallah اللَّهِ إِنَّمَا تَنْفِعُ عِنْدَمَا تَكُونُ نَابِعَةً عَنْ مَحَبَّةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ So, La ilaha illallah اللَّهِ It is something that benefits when it emanates, it springs, and its origin is from loving Allah عز وجل جل. نعم. When a person truly loves Allah عز وجل then, Bilal Shak Bilal is going to worship Allah and Allah alone. Right? He, a person loves Allah. No, undoubtedly, he's not going to turn around and utilize those bounties that Allah has given him to worship other than Allah. No, he's going to use those bounties to, to worship Allah because he loves Allah. Wa muhabba, they have the kalima al and you have to love this tremendous kalima. Wa muhabba ma Alay And he has to love that which it points to. He has to love this kalima, and he has to love that which it points to. Minat From the unification of worship for Allah and Allah alone. wa And from making all of the religions sincerely unto Allah عَزَوَجَلُ now, now, and I really want you to, to, to pay attention to this. You understand? Our motivating factor, our motivating factor, our motivating factor and what we do and don't do and so on and so forth should be to please Allah And to stay away from that which is displeasing unto Allah Jalla. This should be our motivating factor We live in a time where there are a lot of influences There are a lot of outside influences You find people doing things for other people You understand? You find people doing things for other people Avoiding things because of other people Because they're scared of what this one's going to say or are they, or they seeking after the praise from this one Yani uh, and so on and so forth It is incumbent that we strive To free ourselves from the like of these things That we strive to free ourselves from the like of these things That we do what is correct In the best and most appropriate manner Giving the situation Seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That is our concern to do that which is correct right, right, right. in the most appropriate manner given the situation to say the right statement in the most appropriate statement given the situation right as long as we strive to do that which is correct right, right, right. and most appropriate given the situation seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is our main concern. After that, robia man robia, kariha man kariha. After that, whoever like it, like it; whoever hate it, hate it. We don't care. We try to do what was right. We try to say what was right in the best, proper way, most, 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 most finest of ways, and so on and so forth. That's our concern. After that, whoever like it, like; whoever hate it, we ain't concerned about that. Because, because, because what? Because what we're shooting after is Allah's pleasure. Not the pleasure of human beings. What we're shooting after, or or what we're running away from, excuse me, is Allah's displeasure. Not what displeases human beings. So if we do something that's pleasing unto Allah and it causes a person to be displeased by it. Oh well. If we do something, or, or, or if we stay away from something that Allah is displeased with. And that causes others to become upset with us. Oh well, we're not really, you know, that, that's, that's, that's not our motivation Our motivation is what? Is that we're striving to do that which Allah loves and that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with That's our motivation So this is something that is very important, right? Because how many times do people do things that's false And they know it's false, they know it's wrong They go along with it anyway They'll, 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 they'll support lies, they'll support oppression, they'll support slander, huh? They'll 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 support all type of things that are haram. Why? Because they're scared of this particular individual or what that individual may say, or even what's more absurd, they're scared that somebody may talk about them on social media, and so on and so forth. Oh man, somebody made a bad tweet about you. So what? What'd that do? <laughs> Really, what does it do? Does it hurt you in reality? No. If a person lied, and slandered you. Does that hurt you? No. Actually, it doesn't. Because they're gonna pay you back on the day where there's no money. They're gonna pay you back on the day where the commodity is gonna be in deeds or the, or the exchange is gonna be in deeds. So if you take something from me today, you oppress me. No problem. I get it back tomorrow. When I really need it. So did they really hurt you in reality? No. So why are you worried about it for? You understand what I'm saying? These people decide they don't want to talk to you. They're gonna ostracize you because you didn't support their falsehood. Alhamdulillah. I didn't need to be friends with you people anyway. If that's what I but that's what y'all about, I'm thank you for cutting me off. I don't need to be around y'all yeah, anyway. Because y'all bad company. You understand what I'm saying? It is incumbent and it is a must that we stick to the truth. That we stick to the truth. It is a must, even if the people reject us. As Imam Hosea used to say, <laughs> It is upon you to stick to the narrations of the Salaf, of those who came before, the prior predecessors, the Salaf. He said, What? Even if the people reject you. Because you may get rejected. It's very probable you're going to get rejected Because you try to stick to the truth And the people around you is not about that Okay, fine, no problem I get rejected Be patient upon the harms of that rejection It's fine Because in reality those harms are nothing In reality those harms are nothing And they're temporary, they don't last forever And then that's that and a lot of talent will reward you for being patient upon the truth Right Challenge yourselves That's all I'm saying Challenge yourselves Check yourselves Assess yourselves Reassess yourselves And then do it all over again To make sure that your intentions are sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To make sure that you're seeking after the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Now, now, that, now, now listen I don't want anyone to get me wrong or to misunderstand what I'm saying That don't mean that yeah, I mean, You won't have on your mind Making a Muslim happy, for example, right? A person could treat their spouse in a kind manner, in a way that is pleasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they know that this thing will make their spouse happy. That's good. Why? Because that's a good deed. Allah is pleased with that, Allah will reward you for it. And that's what we are looking for, Allah's reward. So it's okay to do things because you know a person is gonna love it. But, you, but what is your motivating factor? What is what is yani uh, that which motivates you to do it? Is you're seeking Allah's pleasure. And if they become pleased on the process, that's a good thing too. That's good upon good. Cause now you get re- Allah's gonna reward you for making a Muslim happy. Allah's gonna reward you for making a Muslim happy. You understand what I'm saying? Allah Ta'ala rewarded that uh, that prostitute from Bani Israel from what for giving a dog something to drink. Giving the dog something to drink That made the dog happy right? That was good for the dog It benefited the dog So if, 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 if the believers Even a believer like this Who had a, a great deal of sin Was given a tremendous reward For doing good to a dog Then how much more so An individual who does not have this level of sin And then they're doing something That is a benefit to a Muslim Right And the like You understand Of course So I, Again I want You know we're, we're balanced I don't want anyone to You know I'm just doing it for a long kid What you like Whatever No no I mean You, you got to do things In a proper manner You try to You try to You try to do things That don't rub nobody The wrong way But at the end of the day If they mad Because you pray in And they don't want you To pray in And that's their business you, you know You're not worried about that I didn't try to disrespect you. I didn't, you know, rude to you. I didn't pray in your way or nothing like that. You mad because I went and I did my thing on the side, and you want to be mad about that? Then that's your business. I'm not gonna worry about that, right? And the like. That makes sense. Makes sense. Thank you. So we have to love. love, love. The deen. we have to be sincere unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We have to love the people of La Ilaha Illallah We have to love the the actions and yani, that are connected to La Ilaha Illallah. We have to, and we should make du'a. Then Allah mixes of those who love That which He loves And that Allah Ta'ala loves us And that Those who love Allah love us That's what we should want Right? But all of that is gained And earned By doing that which Allah loves And that which Allah is pleased with By establishing a tawheed As it comes to Dua a tremendous du'a al-ma'thul Sallallahu nabi ﷺ that is narrated or that is taught to us by the Prophet ﷺ. And this hadith has been collected in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad, also in the Sunan of Imam al tirmidhi on the authority of Mu'adh. from the Allah and it's a narration that Imam al-Albani, he graded it as being authentic, sahih. This dua is tremendous. It says, the Prophet ﷺ used to say, as-aduka ila That I ask, For your love Ask me, ask Allah for His love That that Allah loves us But it's the most important thing وَحُبَّ مَنْ يُحِبُّكَ And for the love of those who love you Meaning the love of those who love Allah نعم And to love the actions That will draw me near To your love That we love the righteous good deeds This is a tremendous dua Tremendous dua those who yeah, you have the ability, I would seriously encourage them to memorize this dua. Because the affair of loving for Allah and hating for Allah, this is from the strongest hallmarks of faith. From the strongest hallmarks of faith. And, it, yani, will only be actualized by those who establish and actualize the tawheed. Those who establish the tawheed. with the hadith anis in a tremendous hadith about the hadith about the sweetness of the faith. With the hadith anis, رَبِّي اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْهُ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ أَنَّهُ قَالَ مَنْ كُنَّ فِيهِ وَجَدَ بِهِنَّ حَلَاوَةَ الْإِيمَانِ That there are three characteristics that whoever has them within him or her, then they will attain the sweetness of faith. Then they will attain the sweetness of faith. Now check this out. Listen to the characteristics. مَنْ كَانَ الله أَحَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِمَّا سواهما. That Allah and His Messenger are more beloved to... Than, than, than other than them two. That they are more beloved than other than, than them. Meaning Allah, that, 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 that a person loves Allah more than he loves everything. And then he loves the Prophet more than he loves any other created being. Now, this is a characteristic that a person has it. It's one of the characteristics needed to attain the sweetness of faith. The second, وَأَنْ يُحِبَّ الْمَرْضِ لَا يُحِبُّهُ إِلَّا لِلَّهِ And that he loves a person, and he only loves that person for Allah that he loves the individual and he don't love them for anything except Allah. Naam. Really this this, this see this 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 hadith itself is it, yani it could be lectures upon lectures right because of the benefit for what that are contained therein. But just think about that that you love a person for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think of the beauty of that relationship that you love each other for Allah. Because that's a type of relationship That you're going to encourage one another to do good You're going to want to see good for each other In their deen and in their dunya You're going to want to see prosperity for each other Right? Because as a, as a, a good Muslim Is the one who loves for his brother What he loves for himself Right? So you're going to want your brother be, to be to have prosperity You're going to help him to, be, you know, to attain prosperity You're going to want to see... Uh, him upon good You're going to want to Remind him to do good You're going to want to Stop him from doing the evil You're going to help him do good And then stop him from Doing wrong Remind him when he forget So on and so forth This is the type of friend We all need This is the kind of relationship We need So now imagine The husband and wife Dealing with each other like that You see They're dealing with each other like that Subhanallah This is I mean, The beauty of it Is just It's amazing Just contemplate the beauty of this and how sweet the life will be. أَن and that they hate to return to disbelief after Allah has saved them from it, just like they hate to be thrown inside of a fire. <laughs> they hate to return to disbelief. They don't want that lifestyle. They don't want their culture, their mores. They don't want their habits. They don't want nothing to do with that stuff. They don't want their beliefs and their creed. and that. No, they don't want their mentality. They don't want none of that stuff. You understand? Especially, check it out, right? Those of us who have accepted Islam. And of course, the statement runs true for every Muslim in the world. Allah has blessed us and guided us to accept Islam. Now do we really accept this lamb to act like kufar? Right? I mean it's a you know, really. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided us to Islam. We will never test of a kufr. Are we going to take this ni'mah that Allah ta'ala has given us and now we want to chase after kufar in the way of the kufar? Yeah, I mean so anyway, anyway. The Shaykh he mentions he says, Umurun thalatha." he said these three affairs you find in them Aslun wa وَنَفْيٌ did? He said you have three things in this. You have the origin, you have that which springs and emanates from it, and you have a negation of its opposite. Right? The origin as relates to... يعني, uh, 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 يعني, uh, all of this is what is the love of Allah. That's the origin. The love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we only love the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam more than every other created thing because we love the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam for the sake of allah and and due to his obedience unto allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so what's the origin our love for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now that now now what emanates from that love now ma allah is that we love that which allah loves is that we love that which allah loves so when we love an individual and we only love that individual for the sake of Allah, it's because that individual is doing the things that Allah loves. Right? That makes sense. And that's what emanates from it. That's the tafri' What emanates from it? What nephilimubad and 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 negation of the opposite, and yakraha and الله عز وجل كما أن يقذف في النار is that and, and the hatred of the opposite is that they hate to return to kufr and of course at the head of the kufr is what is shirk they hate shirk they hate all polytheism and all those things that are linked to polytheism and they hate and then they are free from what from the from from the polytheist they hate to return to kufr after Allah has saved them from it just like they hate to be thrown inside of a fire So it's a negation of what? Of the opposite. That they hate kufr. And hence you have what? A love that negates hatred. You see? A love that negates the opposite. And again, there's so much more that can be spoken about love and the proper Islamic love and the effects of the proper love upon the life of the believer. Many lectures could be held on this, but just just some food for thought. When a person he is just because it, it, we only scratch the surface, right? We only scratch the surface talking about love. When a person. He is the scratching of the surface As relates to love And they realize that when the Christians And the Kufar speak about their concept Of love and so on and so forth That they have no idea As to what they are talking about They are totally clueless All they know is the word But the true concepts of it, it Is reality and its effects upon human beings And how it is properly implemented And so on and so forth They have no clue And this is something once it's realized that should increase our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That he guided us to know this is a tremendous blessing This should make us love Allah more this should make us love Allah more this, is, this should increase the love that we have in our hearts for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And that should translate into us striving to be more obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To strive to be more clinging and more diligent in our following of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is drive us to do that which is good and to stay away from that which is, is 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 wrong, that which is evil. There is so much more that could be said and already I said so much more than I had anticipating on saying because I in my lesson plan really thought we were gonna finish the conditions tonight. Um but my shafts Qadar Allah wa That did not happen. So, without going into the other conditions and the sixth condition and and the rest, so that it is not longer than what it has already been. And I apologize for the length. Please forgive me for the length. وَجَزَاكُمُ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا